0: Hello everyone and welcome to Android Trending's very first podcast. I'm your host, Noobles.
1: Uh, I'm Scorpio.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Iniquiate. And hi, I'm Riella. And we are your host here for Anime Trending's very first podcast. We have no idea what we're going to name it, but we're going to stick with Anime Trending Podcast. If you have a great suggestion, please don't hesitate to let us know. Uh, To give a little bit of background, I am one of the co-owners for Anime Trending. I do a lot of the editorial stuff as well as the content creation. What do you do, Scorpio?
1: Okay, so you guys usually know me uh, writing very long analysis articles, final impressions, and then... I cover about five anime series a season on our social media, though in reality, I'm actually watching 15 a season, so I watch around (laughs) 60 anime series in a year. Oh my god.
2: (laughs) I am Aniqui. I am one of the editors for Anime Trending. Usually I edit all of the article contents, final impressions, and opinions in editorial articles. I occasionally write a few articles myself and or anything that I've seen at the conventions.
3: And hi I'm Reala. Who the heck are you? That's that's a good question. I was just about to mention that myself. So I'm a I'm some hobo that you guys picked up <laughs> on the side of a road. Um and I said that I knew how to edit sound waves to to sound pretty appealing, so I I guess I'm along here now. Uh shout outs to to Jake. He's one of the writers here. Uh he recommended me, so thank you very much for that.
0: Of course. Thank and welcome Riala. Uh, Jake will be joining us hopefully in the future. But I know he's busy with matrons, with like many of us, college boys. Uh, actually, half of us. But yes, that's <laughs> the point. Uh, uh, for yeah, half... Ugh, God, <laughs> no, Scorpio's <it's> okay. <sighs> Before we dive into this week's topic, which in which we're going to be talking about, stars align. Or also known as uh, Hoshiai no Sora, we'll be doing the first half regarding non-spoilers for those who have not seen it. At least this will give you a chance on what our kind of first impressions and thoughts are for the show. But then the second half of this podcast, which we'll let you know when, uh, we'll talk into more of kind of the spoilers content and kind of diving in a little bit deep into the content, uh, into the stories as well as the characters, and be a little bit more specific so we can really uh, be more critical and kind of hold each other to their opinions and see whether or not who's correct or not. Um, anime trending we do charts for those who aren't familiar currently the first week's chart has already been released uh, Sword Online has been number one along with Odesuki and Academia season 4 respectively though the anime we're talking about is not in the top 10 so we'll find out whether or not uh, it will be in the top 10 next week is it worthy of top 10? I think so question. after all of us watching up to episode 3 which just came out today mm-hmm. October 24th uh we'll find out next week uh i haven't checked results yet so far results come out every single sunday morning u.s time 3 30 a.m pacific 6 30 a, uh, a.m east coast for those who wake up and it's in the uh evening of 6 30 for those in southeast asia um that's pretty much it for the top 10 charts i know we'll dive more into it in the future podcast but tonight we're going to be discussing stars Align, which. I found out soft tennis is different from regular tennis. So this show is actually about soft <laughs> tennis. Uh, keynote. And this is kind of description from Anime News Network. Quote, the teen-adolescent story revolves around the coming-of-age of boys in a junior high school soft tennis club, which is on the verge of shutting down. Toma Shinjo asks Maki Katsuraki to join the team for his va- What? For his vaunted- Mm, I don't know how to pronounce this word for his amazing abilities. and mentions <laughs> a summer competition. Katsunagi <laughs> asks for money in return for joining the team. How do you pronounce this word? V-A-U-N-T-E-D. Wanted. I
3: think, I think vaunted. it is. Va- vaunted? Yeah. 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 yeah, Wanted. Vaunted.
0: As I'm sure everyone if we do more episodes of this and we don't get shut down overnight. Um, I'm terrible <laughs> with English, so that's probably gonna be a running straight in this podcast uh series. <laughs> So, what was everyone's first impressions before you? I told everyone to go watch the show?
2: Um, I thought it was going to be Prince of Tennis, but it wasn't. <laughs> that was my only reference to tennis. And I Fair. was not expecting it to be soft tennis. I wasn't sure if there was a reason why it's soft tennis and not tennis. But I'm assuming that it's a softer sport for these middle school kids to get engaged in before they start doing actual tennis like in high school and or college. But I'm not completely sure if that is the reason why it's soft tennis.
0: So the funny you say that I actually went to Google the difference between tennis and soft tennis. And apparently the rules are about the same. It's just <laughs> that the rackets are different. Oh. Um, the soft tennis rackets are usually around 200 milligrams. I'm sorry, 200 grams in weight, while regular tennis are usually 300 grams or more. And obviously in the anime, when you do Watch first episode, or the second one, I believe, the balls are actually softer compared to... Uh, the tennis that we're usually used to is they're
3: squishy well. they look like those stress balls things <laughs> stress balls. <laughs> they are yes
1: soft tennis but don't. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is so true though the more you know
1: um i guess for me so i'm just as a precursor i'm actually not a big sports anime fan um i i cannot Okay. So keep that thought, keep that thought. So basically I really don't like sports as a whole. Like I, um, as a kid, I was very good at swimming. I learned how to swim at a very young age and a lot of people wanted me to join the swim team. And I basically, whenever I tried out, even if I'm first, I come out looking really unhappy. And my mom would ask me like, why? Like you won. And I'll be like, because I hate seeing other people lose, so I'm oh. not I'm not You're a such big a good sports sport. person as a whole because of that. <laughs> so much point. less actually watch like an anime series about it. Um, so I didn't have a lot of expectations when going into it, and honestly, I wasn't going to watch this anime series at all I only happened to watch it because my roommate uh, who I'm really close to she decided she she was gonna watch it and I watched over her shoulder and so (laughs) um but yeah i thought it was gonna be like any typical sports animes that i don't usually watch like there's gonna be a lot of competition and then there's gonna be the whole training montage and then, <laughs> you know the whole quirks and the they have to get, learn to get along and teamwork wins and sort of things and then somehow they get superpowers along the way <laughs> and um, they're
0: not that's, that's prince of tennis right there they're, they're not that's, that's any sports anime in general
1: i'm aware of that but they're basically superpowers <laughs> so, um, if, but, if anybody
2: watches yeah
1: yeah. so that's like and so that's as far as my expectations went and yes I do love Haikyuu which tells you how powerful <laughs> Haikyuu is as an anime because um I'm already very hard to please when it comes to sports animes and then you have me like falling in love with every single team and every single member on the teams like I'm talking plural teams that's a really hard feat to do so yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, And for me it was kind of an interesting experience because not often do I go into an anime completely blind uh in this case I just <laughs> I saw in chat oh Stars Align is the anime that we're watching and to me I was just like okay uh funimation.com <laughs> uh click on episode 1 oh sh- shoot it's a uh, it's dubbed all right I guess I'm watching the the first episode dubbed and I won't toggle it off to Japanese just yet um and then eventually I was able to get more of a feel uh for the show uh but what initially struck me as interesting is that to me it seemed like um a story that's been you know told before kind of like this uh underdog um you know middle school sports anime about you know learning the power of friendship you know oh, whatever nice. <laughs> themes uh that may entail but uh as we kind of go more into discussion uh i feel like it's interesting how the show kind of is a subversion of what you may initially expect it to be because it definitely does uh a few things and uh quite differently than uh other anime of its ilk we'll just say I agree.
0: And I definitely agree with that. I definitely recommend people watching at least episode one to the very end. And it really shows you it's just more, it's way more than just soft tennis. It really has another element of themes that you kind of don't, that really aren't explored a lot in anime, in my opinion. Um, we may see it here and there in anime, but often they get resolved very quickly. I think but then... they're
1: covered more in animes where it's like supposed to be very like dark and edgy, like fantasy animes Correct. or action mm-hmm. animes and stuff like that, but rarely you'll see these sort of things in slice-of-life genres,
0: basically. Exactly. I agree. And that's one thing I liked a lot about the show. Not that things are happening terribly in the background, but to actually see it be addressed and also still being un- like the that theme could completely be removed from the anime and it the anime would still be fine as is but i don't think it would have been as impactful or powerful because we see so much foreshadowing it definitely won't catch
1: attention as much because to give you like a context of like what happened i didn't watch the first episode through completely at the beginning because once again i was watching oh, over my right. roommate's shoulder and I just hear her, because like, she's hanging out in my room, on my bed going, oh my god, oh my god, what, what? And I was like, what in the world happened? It's just a soft tennis anime, isn't it? And then, <laughs> then I came over and I was like, oh, 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 okay, things are happening. And so, um, so yeah, well, it's definitely very unexpected at the end of the first episode.
0: So, Oh, it definitely was. Okay. Uh,
2: I think there's talk about a tone also- shift another layer of really nicely it's very nicely executed and very nuanced that it's almost feels very realistic and it's not like other shonen shows where it's like someone has a problem and it's resolved super quickly but it feels it leaves you very unsatisfied and these characters continue to exhibit some of these like realistic tendencies or like notions that really stand out from the typical like showed an anime of sports. And I think that's what's really makes stars align what it
0: is. I can agree enough with that. It's each character definitely develops a lot. And I know by episode three, which we'll discuss later, one of the characters, you get to kind of understand why he's behaving that way. And, and has, I guess, lack of a better term, violent tendencies, uh, hint, hint, which is very interesting.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... I think it's interesting in a way, especially in, it seems like this show is kind of going towards a more like humane character study uh, lens through its execution, which I think is really interesting because not only do we have uh, this kind of like underdog story about, uh, like I said, just like, you know, middle schoolers learning about, you know, values of teamwork and going through kind of this, these tennis battles, but also um, how there's a focus on characters in each and uh Every episode, and I think that that's kind of what sets this apart uh, from the main focus, right? Because in a way, it's a show about tennis. But is it really about tennis, you know, because there's so many uh, other confounding problems that are sometimes even still present, uh, speaking as far as episode three and onward is concerned. Uh, and I just feel like that's a really interesting point to talk about when it comes to the show. Uh,
1: and it's and as you pointed out with the characters too, um, it's just I think that's something that sports animes tend to forget about a lot, which is where Haikyuu actually does so well, which is why, of course, I fell in love with a sports anime of all things is um they focus on one or two characters which is or three which is the main character the antagonist and the supporting character the best friend you know and sports animes tend to follow that sort of uh, pattern a lot and they forget that it's so much more powerful if you spread that focus to every character and, um, and so it's like you pointed out, it's a good thing that Stars Align isn't falling to that pitfall per se because it does make things a lot more interesting because of that.
0: And they actually do kind of explain what soft tennis wants. They do went through the rules. They went through how it is as if you are a new player who's playing it. And uh, later we'll find, as I read in the description, our protagonist joins playing soft tennis for money and he has not played it in the past before. So they actually went through the hoops of actually explaining it to. So I did appreciate that because it's still <laughs> retaining the core that, oh, this is soft tennis. This is not regular tennis. So you don't get confused. And albeit soft tennis is a little more simplified than regular tennis. This is just only three games and the rules are a little bit different. But still, they went to the efforts of actually explaining it. They're actually doing regime uh, regimes, they're doing exercises and practices, which helps with kind of retaining to that theme of tennis but at the same time we will have each individual characters where even the support characters that don't really get a lot of screen time still make an impactful uh, scene especially the female girl which i'm forgetting uh that lives just below from our protagonist mm. store yeah. uh protagonist apartment but with Davin.
3: also noobles mentions that oh um our main character katsuragi here has not played soft tennis in the fact or in at all before uh but do not worry he has that main character special (laughs) magic about him that that makes him just absolutely better than everyone else on the team and others as well Uh, it's truly truly inspirational something i love seeing in anime
0: at the same time i like to back up that it's realistic for a reason and for those who do watch anime will understand why especially in the first episode, he has done things and does do things that his skills were later then attribute to mm-hmm. soft tennis. It would lead so you to instance... believe
3: that, like, he would be good about that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, his eight flights of stairs that he has to, to go through um, every single <laughs> exactly. sort of day, that he always runs up and down, and the fact that he uh, he caught the, the running cat in the yeah. first episode. So it is believable in a way. I just thought it was uh, interesting to kind of mention the... The kind of like the main character is great at everything um, trope that is kind of yeah. ever present in this I, anime.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's like I I get the explanation behind, it and I do think it's set up in a way, but it is still in a way feeding into that trope. Like, oh yeah, no, for sure, that fact. Yeah,
2: um, I but th- I do think is. that the really interesting part is that if you compare and contrast himself to the other members, what our main character is doing Katsuragi. He's literally doing what we call conditioning in sports where you're oh, actually running flights of stairs, you're actually like physically working out. Katsuragi has a a very different life from most normal Japanese students where he does a lot of house chores, I guess. So, his athletic ability to just do juggle all these things at once is far more, I guess, superior compared to his teammates who may or may not be doing as much conditioning as a normal sport athlete should. So I think that's just like a very interesting contrast to show at the beginning of the series and how it builds up from there on out. It's kind of like running with Running with the Wind, one of the animes that showed a couple seasons ago. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> where it's
2: like you start off with a team of people that have zero experience with running a marathon. But you have somebody who is clearly much more conditioned, regardless if he was already in a sport or not. And that, I think, leads to a much more interesting buildup. And I think in a similar vein, Haikyuu is the same way too.
0: That's true. Because
2: the members of the Haikyuu T volleyball team at the beginning were struggling with the fact that all their senpais were graduating and they did not have enough training. The only people that were able to kind of like bring them out of it was Hinata, who has a, you know, the protagonist freakish ability, and Kagiyama, who has an enormous amount of experience. So it is a bit formulaic in a sense for Shonins, especially for Stars Align, Hoshini Soda. But at the same time, I think it's just a very interesting contrast
1: that's um, especially with the conditioning do you
2: Play sports actually? I do. I do karate. Um, uh, I do karate uh, from I think middle school up into high school. I stopped doing it in college,
1: mm-hmm. uh, because
2: I was busy. But mm-hmm. conditioning is very important regardless. Yeah. See, in I-, I didn't even know there was
1: like an official term for. it See, this is oh how yeah, yeah, yeah I know about sports as well. No, that's, that's <laughs> totally
2: un- that's totally ex- understandable. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, if you think about like if you're going to go to boxing, right? You're going to mm-hmm. practice like reps and routines, but you also mm-hmm. have to mm-hmm. like shape out your muscles. You also have to get used to your flexibility so athletes will continue to condition themselves even after their usual training regime in the gym or something and so like you will have things like doing stretches like yoga or you have something like pumping weights or just like running for increase of stamina because you can't just acquire all of that in just training alone you have to do extra stuff outside i mean like this is going off of more of a tangent but i know people who do karate where they actually put weights on their wrists and their feet and they just wear like, it like wait, all day like long. like Rock Lee training? No, 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 no <laughs> not, cars, not, not like to the extent of Rock Lee, but kind of like it's a little bit heavier on the wrist. So think of like putting on a watch or something, but it's a little bit heavier.
0: We actually did that in swimming too. Yeah, uh, there you go. We did put some weights well, not like weights, but they do put buoyant things on your hands to help control the flow. But also, I know for more advanced, I never got to it, but some people would strap it towards their waist. And that would help with doing the flips. Like after you finish a lap, you do the flip. Um, some of the weights actually help you with formation. And oh, you just do training like that. that's
2: interesting. I never yeah. knew that. I always mm-hmm. float to the top when I swim. So like, <laughs> I don't know how that works. But that is very interesting.
0: It does happen, so this this show is definitely this is what makes me a little bit upset. I've said it in the chat before i i I wished American education like for, where all of us are in the United States. Uh, emphasize more on athletic like programs. Uh, that's something we don't see a lot in the United States. Usually it's like, oh, you sign up and that's it, but it's yeah, not but pushed upon. Uh... To
1: sit on your butt all day <laughs> and all weekends. I was literally blessing the sky
0: <laughs> I wish we had something no like Japan. That's just me. It's
2: I mean <laughs> I think plastic. I think the the American culture is very different when it comes to approaching sports versus japan and i would think the rest of the world that sports are more of an extracurricular mm. versus in america it's a way to them.
1: oh no i i agree that's with true. that i agree with that
0: that's probably true yeah
2: so american high schools tend to have a big focus on as we all know football right or oh. i don't know i forget what the rest of the world calls it um or like rugby soccer no 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 football american football
0: American football.
2: So we have a much bigger emphasis on American football and ushering people into it. But we kind of leave out the rest of everybody else in the dust. Versus I feel like in other countries, and especially like in Japan, joining a sport is very inclusive. And and of course, it feeds into the club culture, which is something that America doesn't have. But we have more of the cliche, the clique culture of you know you belong to the geek group you're athletic so of course you're into sports but japan is very different in which it's very collective so i think that's why it's very interesting to compare and contrast sports another scene in the thing US.
1: about the sports with that is american football i would say like American football and basketball are like the two big sports where it's like you go to stardom. But all the other sports generally that you join in school are just things to layer into your resume to college. Like it's specifically, you specifically joined it to write it down on your college resume and not so much like I joined the sports because I wanted to play with people and have fun, so
3: this is something that i'm actually taking uh from a psychology course i took shout out to the ib program uh, this is kind of going back to uh, a point that was made about kind of like an individual versus collectivistic mm-hmm. culture and um we learned in that class that countries like japan are more collectivistic when it comes to um their views and of course that was backed up by a, a couple of research studies such as otani et al uh, i'm getting all uh educational and you no, guys. No, i so. actually know what you're
1: talking about i i was in the <laughs> ib program <Same>. too, so
3: <laughs> awesome Ivy kinship here um but it was just interesting to me because uh a lot of uh, american culture clings on to a group where um And they kind of have like this uh, personal identity attached to themselves where uh, in a country like Japan, you think about um, yourself in the position of a collective. So it's not all, you know, I'm thinking of this. I'm going to be doing this today. It's more like of a a we kind of pronoun associated with that. So uh, I'm really glad that you brought that uh, part up.
2: Yeah, yeah, no problem.
0: I actually went to Japan uh, last month as part of our school group. And we actually went to the uh, agriculture college that was next to where we're staying. And they proposed a volleyball match between their school class and our group. To say that at least, we were destroyed because <laughs> everyone in their class knew how to play volleyball. So that's kind of my opener of wishing uh, we had a little more of that push here in the United States that it wasn't just kind of stardom or for resume padding, but at least that everyone knows how to play. Even our professor, who's a sensei, who grew up in that city, also knows how to play volleyball because that was part of the curriculum. So that's kind of one thing I kind of wish we had a little bit more of because even their amateur volleyball players who didn't compete in a pro- on like a somewhat team level professional base were still destroying us. But nonetheless, I had a lot of fun. But that was kind of an eye opener to see that when they offered that match, we were like, "Oh, we are like, no, we could not stand a chance." Versus had they had had they had another Japanese. Uh, university students or college students visit them the volleyball match would have been pretty even and actually would have been a show match versus versus us which was what 21 to 6 or something (laughs) or 21 to 12 i think the highest we got was maybe 15 16 because we got some assistance but just to give you an idea uh, of just kind of the real imbalance of situation but uh Nonetheless, it's definitely a fascinating topic, and I think we'll touch more on and I think that kind of wraps a little bit for this first half where uh before we wrap it up for those who are still on the edge about the anime and the reason why we talk about this uh when you do watch this. Sh- anime it does stay true to the heart of kind of sports in a junior high school and really does dive into the slice of life uh, something that you may not see a lot from wherever you are from but it is also the same animation studio behind that time I got reincarnated as a a slime Um, one of the support characters is voiced by Matsuoka-san who did Kirito our protagonist is uh, Natsuki Hanai Hanei?
1: Uh, Hanai Natsuki, yes.
0: <laughs> Hanei Natsuki, thank you. He's the voice of Kaneki, I believe. And he also did something from My Hero, or it's the other protagonist. Nonetheless, it's an A-list cast, so even if you're not into sports, uh, you do get some very recognizable voice actors and voice actresses. Uh, that wraps it for this first half, uh, and then we'll now dive into the next half after this short break, where we'll dive into the spoilers for episode one to three. I'm here! <laughs> I don't have my headset on, but I'm here, echoing my voice <laughs> door. I'm closing my other door, I'm here, hold on. I'm here. Did you just run up the stairs? <laughs> okay, hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Mm. Welcome back. This is part two. Thank you, editor, for whatever he's going to put before this. I won't know what it is until he does it. <laughs> uh, I found that uh, Natsuki Hanai is also the voice of Tanjiro from Demon Slayer Kimetsu-na- Kimetsu no Yaiba. No Excuse Yaiba? Me. Um, so there's that. So you now have to go watch this anime. If you enjoyed Nezuko-chan uh, a lot. Wait. <laughs> Know, wait wait I mean, no actor i know it's, a different, it's a different voice actor i know i know it's a different voice actor um i was just making a joke anyways this is part two for those who have watched starline we have watched up to episode three which comes out every single thursday simulcast i believe on funimation hulu and for those in Europe, york Wakanim. and we all watched up to episode three uh wow there's a lot of content um i am open to dive into anywhere but i definitely think the Elephant Room is the darker theme of just child abuse. Yeah, Hello? excuse me. Yeah. Baby being burned with water, boiling water, and his son's dad who's just stealing his money. Like those are 10,000 yen bills. Like he probably stole 10 maybe 30, 40,000 yen, which is why he's fighting so much to to be in the the junior tennis. This is
1: actually a more personal thing for me. My mom worked at a women's shelter and um, at, when she was in the U.S., when she first immigrated to the U.S. not too long ago, and where like was not in the U.S. for too long yet? And she like told me stories of women like literally beaten black and blue by their husbands, running away with their kids for their lives because of. Jeez. You do not like know the stories that she's told me. One of them was a little boy who was at night screaming in his nightmares and the next day when they asked him what he was screaming about he said he was dreaming that he was killing his dad because his dad was killing his mom and so
0: jesus christ
1: yeah so this is a more much more like personal subject when it comes to parental abuse just because my mom has very much firsthand experiences of women running away from abusive husbands of children um getting abused by their parents and Um, I just have a lot of like I know a lot about it and seeing like seeing it on screen in an anime was definitely very shocking. But unfortunately, it was very accurate because the main character, he his mom and him basically took took off from town to run away from
0: Katsudaki yeah Mark- because
1: because that Mark- was the yeah. only that was probably the only way she could get away from him was literally physically run away it's actually um i mean one which is it's sad that this is a positive thing but one small positive thing is at least you know, the dad didn't chase after them because one of the families my mom helped literally ran all over the country, went to almost every single state in the U.S. except for Hawaii and Alaska, running away from her abusive husband. And so, and taking her daughter with her. Um, and so it's just like...
0: I mean, we do see we do see Maki's dad at the end of episode one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's
1: like, but that's because they came back. And so... Um, mm-hmm which you know like so that's like I guess one good thing he didn't chase after them across the country but anyway um I think my thing is uh I have like thought my thoughts on this matter is kind of complicated because first of all I do think these sort of stories need to be told clearly this author has done some research on what uh, parental abuse looks like and what often goes on in these households especially like with moms who like, it's not that they can't, it's not that they don't want to protect their kids, it's that they literally can't because they have to work, they have, and they earn less money without a doubt than men do. Um, and then they, it's just, And they're also physically, no matter how much people want to argue against it, they are physically weaker than um, those abusive husbands. And so even if they shield the kid, their own body's getting hurt. And it's just like this whole thing, it's really, really rough. And I'm really happy to see it animated. My only issue with it is that I feel like the transitions between these moments could happen smoother in the series.
2: Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I do agree. Yeah.
1: It's just it seems it's more like a shock value and as much as I do think a good shock value is important, I also think transitions are like more important equally important. Yeah. Because it's like if mm-hmm. so I I watched the last I watch the first episode and then I go into the second where it's more bonding and like meeting the team and stuff like that. And the atmosphere just feels so different. It's kind of jarring. You know what I mean? Especially if you go from one episode to the next.
2: If you notice at the end of each of these very emotionally, uh, there's a lot of these emotional scenes. There's a sudden cut to black. hmm and then it transitions to them, like, going to school or something that happens the next day. And that in itself feels, like, very odd. Like, I know yes. like, it's supposed to be there for that shock value, but it still feels very odd.
1: It, it doesn't feel quite right that's no that's exactly what it is and that's the part that like that's the thing that makes me unable to fully fully invest in the series as much as I want to and once again I'm not a big sports anime fan so it's already harder to get me invested but transitions I think are just so important and they don't really do that very well and it doesn't and also like as someone I have a really really good friend of mine who she her parents were alcoholics and um would get physically violent with her and her sister at times and it's just it's not so much as it's just a cut to black it's there is a transition from going through hell and fear the night before and slowly having to like set up your mind to pretend like everything's normal the next day and
0: that's true and
1: it's just like and that to play hmm?
3: to play devil's advocate a bit here um I do want to bring up uh kind of how you brought up how transitions were a bit jarring um wouldn't you say that that's also kind of the same way as it is portrayed in real life so say that you're in Katsuragi's position and you have a a day with the team you join the club you know you you hit some balls um back and forth on a tennis court. Uh, But then kind of like the mood goes down, especially when you're cooking dinner. And that's a, you know, even real life can have some jarring transitions. So uh, in terms of that critique, my main question would be what should be done in order to make these transitions better in your eyes?
1: Um, That's a good point and a good question, honestly. And unfortunately I don't have an answer to it because Mm. I think I think, God, because you don't want too much inner monologue because that tends to bog, bog things down. And I don't think inner monologues is the way to go in this case. But maybe just more focus on the facial expressions as, like, things, like, wind down or things wind up again because facial expressions do say a lot and I don't think we see as much of that per se when it comes to this with like like you know um like already pointed out they just cut to black and so um yeah I think maybe facial expressions or or even the soundtrack like a more transitional soundtrack like that actually also does wonders but you know i right now i don't i'm not saying this with like full confidence that i know that's how it would work um but i just it's just Mm -hmm. i just putting
3: ideas on the table that could possibly improve the the execution of these like pivotal scenes yeah no it it seems like there is definitely a focus on them right especially to kind of keep it Distinct from other shows in right, this genre,
1: right? So. And I, like I said, I I love the fact that they included it, but it's just you're right. Like I don't have an answer as to how they could transition it better, but I still think that there could be a better transition. But anyway, I totally
2: agree. Um, I think another possible transition that they could do that I noticed that a lot older animes tend to use is the classic like fade to black. kind of like that dissolved transition between the very tense atmosphere at home to like the school and we do have a slight weird transition of when katsuragi i think maki katsuragi goes to school and he's confronted but he goes to sign up for the club with uh, tomo and the advisor notices that he has like the gauze on his cheek
1: Mm-hmm. and question
2: and I think I think that was a really good transition but I think yes
1: I, I did like that yes because that
2: was a very good touch because it shows how when abusive when, abu- when abuse kids are asked about their situation at home they will often much avoid the question and just say like oh I had an accident or something yeah which is a great transition mm-hmm. um but I think in lieu of and but that could have been easily trans that could have been easily transitioned if there was like kind of like a scenery of him like waking up and there's like no background music, but it's like birds chirping the sky and he's literally like kind of like recovering from the aftermath and if you just hear like the sound effects of him like let's say like dragging himself out of the futon. And like slapping the gauze onto his face, and then like moving on to the scene where he goes to school Ooh, would have been really
3: yeah, nice.
1: I, I love that. I'm getting into. <laughs> <laughs> like you just say- Agnes onto
0: the <laughs> production now. Let's go. Like you just.
1: <laughs> It. like i could imagine it so perfectly like yes and yes, if it sorry. if it makes
2: if it makes it much easier for the audience to understand if you look at marching march comes in like a lion they do exactly that chef does a great job yes. at kind of like those moment like very quiet transitions yes. of the character waking up looking out seeing how bleak the world is but he's just like okay i gotta get up no, and i yes, have to keep that's moving
1: perfect like march comes in like a lion like <laughs> Saw good, good, so good down a, a big
3: rabbit hole mentioning March comes in because I could go talking about that show for days on end without even needing to. We'll sleep. save it for another. podcast <laughs> Sounds or... good. No, it
1: Uh, That's such a good comparison because I I think March comes in like a line is like the solid model of good transitions between like these very heavy family stuff that needs to be portrayed and talked about because they're important to the characters to something more warm and happy. Like, yes, perfect.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you can also say like, it's just Shaft's direction in general. Shaft usually has a very interesting way of transitioning that... I don't see a lot in other animes where it does like the classic like fade to black or it does like a very weird, awkward transition. But yeah, March Comes in Like a Line is like a great example of superb transition in terms of like feeling, but it's a show not tell version.
3: And they also use the the vehicle of kind of the source material to kind of propel those transitions because yes. as you know, in the show, they use each chapter as kind of like a, a video, like two second flash transition. Um, and of course that's not, all of what they do to effectively transition, but I feel like it definitely helps, and it's a nice callback to the source machine all in one nice little package. Would you Beautiful. think
1: yeah. that the sort of rough transitioning is more on purpose, or do you think like it was just lacking in something that March comes in like a lion had with like the source material to sort of back it up?
0: I want to say it's intentional, personally, okay. because. While not executed the best as it could have been, I think it is meant to be intentional because that is what an abusive family relationship or whatever abusive relationship is. You have to live life normal as is, and it abruptly can just come crashing down one moment because you got slapped by your dad uh, because he's drunk or whatever. And the next day, you got to wake up at school time, and I think it was intentional. Though keep in mind, I know for us, we watch in consecutive order, I'm sure by week by week it would have had a different impact. And considering TV anime size, mm. it worked. It would have worked a bit better too. Yeah. I'm mean, giving a benefit of doubt to Kat, uh, Kazuki Akane. He's the director and screenwriter. He is most well known for directing uh, Vision of Esclophone, oh. which is a very action-packed uh, yeah. show, but very rich in story. And what he's been doing in the past couple of years, he's been working on the Code Geass movie, um, the Akito series, like the, the spinoff, the, the other side story. So he's been really writing a lot in terms of, like, movie transitions and whatnot. And I can kind of see it here and there. And I think this has been a while for him since he came back to TV anime series. But to give us some benefit of the doubt, um, I think he definitely does did factor in kind of the TV anime delay. That we now have to wait a week. So if we watched episode one when it first came out, and then we had to wait a week, we're like, whoa. We had to let that sink in. Mm-hmm. And then, But then we watched the second episode. Oh, life's back to normal because... You know, you just got to continue doing it. And in Japanese society, bullying and whatnot is often rarely talked about. Um, I could go on about Asylum Voice, for instance. You watch that, for instance. It's, It's rarely confronted until... It really hits a boiling point, and even then, it rarely is ever confronted. Yeah. so I think that's kind okay, of. Imagine a Imagine March thing comes in like a line well. again for that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, there no, we go. No, no. Hey. <laughs> that was one of the best
1: arcs. Like I was sobbing in that entire arc. It was bad emotionally for me.
0: So. Confession: I haven't finished it yet, Same. so I probably should go watch <laughs> so we can do, so we can do a podcast essentially.
3: <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's do it one day. March comes uh, in We'll just Supercast. walk off
2: two hours for that one. <laughs>
0: oh my god that's okay
2: we, we 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 anime people we watch things week to week we can't say that we can't marathon anything am i right
0: <laughs> that's so true
1: um, one thing though i did that surprised me was the inclusion of a gay character and actually oh how, that was interesting how like whatever it was like especially was i keep forgetting his name oh shoot the main character how do you say his Huh? Maki.
0: Maki okay. was the subject. Yeah, no, Maki was just it, like, because... oh,
1: you like him. It's like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter, you know? So, and I was, <laughs> I think that also shows, like, culture is changing. And I know that for a fact. Like, in Japan, younger generations in Japan really just care less and less about whether you whether you're LGBTQ or not, because they're like, it's whatever. You're not hurting anyone, you know? So. Um, so I think it's great that they're reflecting that and they're writing about that in the media.
3: It's funny how I underhanded it is as well.
2: Yes. It's so... Oh, it's yeah. Yeah, how they did because, it. Because like this, their whole arc is in middle school. And as we all know, when we were in middle school, middle school there's like to jeer at each other, especially when you have a crush on somebody.
3: It was an oh, awful time. Yeah. yeah,
2: you know how it is. But then... Maki just kind of says it in an offhanded manner that almost makes it sound like he's teasing, but at the same time, he's also very reciprocative and sincere. Yeah, it's like, this it's the way he feelings. talked
1: about it is like, oh, you have a crush on someone. Like, who cares if it's a boy or a girl, you know? Yeah, and so, that was
0: fantastic. And
1: th- that doesn't... M-
0: it's a team manager. Yeah,
1: and no, and his...
0: His name is Asuka Yuta. Yes,
1: Asuka Yuta. But um, basically, it just, it normalizes it, you know? The fact that, oh, you're a guy and mm-hmm. you have a crush on a boy. Cool, you know, sort of thing. So, or, yes. or let me tease you a little about it, but it's not about the fact that you're like a boy. It's the fact that you have a crush and you're a middle school. so um so that was really surprising but i did like that part basic basically my biggest critique of the series as a whole is the transition like if i if they had just gotten the transition part better i think i would be just a lot more invested in it but i'm a critiquer so (laughs) it's
3: okay (laughs) While well, we're on the topics of uh, somewhat funny scenes in the show, I just had to mention this one, uh, especially when uh, seemingly the main female lead, uh, her name is Kanako. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was sitting in her room, you know, drawing her her Patreon. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> uh, I just is an I icon. love the offhanded comment of you know knee-high socks that's all it takes
0: (laughs) exactly but
3: it's so true
2: though i mean like Mm -hmm. i won't say i'm a big fan of like the Zetai, like (laughs) the forbidden zone like you look at Rin from fate zero fate grand um the fate series like there is that thigh gap that makes it look very appealing but at the same time it's such a hilarious satire just hearing it from this middle schooler Mm -hmm.
3: And the show is definitely is progressive in that way. Because, yeah. of course, we talked about the LGBTQ plus representative and kind of taking in, like, modern culture and kind of infusing it. Um, and I feel like it's interesting that even though this show may have a concept and premise that's old as the hills in a way, uh, it's definitely combining a lot of new and, uh, like, just kind of, like, new culture and jokes in general and ultimately kind of blending it together into something that's new in a way. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh definitely for an original series like this could have taken place in the early 2000s and it wouldn't have changed but he brought it this is brought into 2019 with these hidden elements and her tweeting out Kanako tweeting out the, you know the thighs on Twitter and people getting a reaction <laughs> which I think is really funny and and at the same time thr- in a way she's also I would say social like social media addiction because she thrives off the people liking and retweeting and commenting as well. And she's an otaku too, which I think was really cool to see uh, that experience since the otaku is a big thing. A lot of people in Japan enjoy anime a lot and some of them will be socially awkward, some of them not so much, but it is a very present thing. And um, going back again to, to my adventures in Japan, we went to junior high school and a middle and a elementary school. And I remember my junior high school, they knew I was from the anime club since that's why we went as. Uh, this one girl, she I I think she intentionally pulled like she was sitting in front of me, but she intentionally pulled out of her desk a copy of Rezero Light novel. Kind of skimmed through it a little bit and then put it back into her desk wow. for like a reaction. What a and as I walked out Whoa. I don't know, it was like holy shit <laughs> And as I walked out I'm like, I like that series too and, she, and see her smile after that. was really cute. Um, but you can kinda tell it is a big thing and to her it it's it was kind of normalizing moment because i'm from a club from the united states visiting japan as an anime group like that's unheard of so um but it's an otaku it's a big thing a lot of them do consume anime so and in a way it's it's normal now and i know back you did surveys a couple years ago otaku used to be a very negative term um not just for anime but if you're an otaku in something whether it's video games or trains or airplanes or whatever you know is often shunned upon because you're devoting energy into it but now it's kind of okay to it um, so my, similar to so, progressive ideas background
1: again of my roommate my roommate's japanese um the one that i will probably mention every single week or every <laughs> single time we, have episode, so. <laughs> we
0: love her she She's helps us out fantastic. too so she she deserves all the. Yeah, shout-outs. she
1: probably could care less about it because <laughs> 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 And joking kind of so um, <laughs> <laughs> um but she um she did once talk about with me how the term of otaku and like the very culture of the word has changed a lot because of um otaku is synonymous with the way a person even looks like you can draw them mask yeah. and stuff and it's like and it's just like it's about like it's an actual character that you assign to someone and obviously now it's a lot lot different because she's like there will be pretty girls who identify as a Taku, and it's like not it's like it's not a big thing anymore because they should be allowed to like these things that they should be allowed to identify as that if they want to and so it's just culture is changing and I think this series mm-hmm. like inca- is trying to encapsulate that and I do think this series does a good job of encapsulating that so kudos to it um, in regards to that
0: <laughs> and before you transition I remember being on the train imagine a business guy probably in his 35 years old just finished out of work suit everything reading a shonen jump magazine Kabakura, it was like flesh. Uh, just a Kabakura seed hours <laughs> Exactly! So, I think that's really touching, but I think it's also the overall theme of this story as well, when you have Maki criticizing... The team for being just bad and not just and actually calling out for their mistakes like that's a very mature thing to to admit to kind of break their bubble being like oh no we're trying our best you know we're doing our best we're just trying really really hard but then to him just shattering everyone's bubble and kind of their innocence in a way um that really is what junior high is that's what middle school is it's kind of that awakening of oh shoot this is kind of life and whatnot um and that's, a, I think, a topic that's often also not really touched on, too. Usually, like, oh, you know, they're just middle schoolers. They're high, what, testosterone? Yeah. Is that the term? H- high hormones. So, you know, they're just dumb being crazy. Um, but then this anime, like, it touches with LGBT, it touches with otaku being accepted, and just the culture change. Him just pointing out the kind of, kind of breaking that group mentality, like we talked in the first part. Because often group mentality, you don't, break out of the norm he's the one because he's a transfer student gets to break it and i think that's uh really cool to see in this anime i
2: totally agree um i think one other unique thing that i found when i was watching uh the series was the difference of how he reacts to violence Mm. if you notice in Mm. episode two he is about to get smacked by one of the members because he insulted them for not... Oh, yeah, with the racket, racket. right? Racket part one, not racket part two. Racket part one.
3: Yes,
0: racket part one. (laughs) But
2: where he tells everybody that they are actually not putting in... They're putting in zero effort and offending everyone to the point that one of the members gets a set and almost smacks him. And he is so brave by just staring at him and saying that, you know you can't hurt me because you know it's true but at the same time he is so vulnerable because if you go back at the beginning of episode 2 he is scurrying to the corner of his room and curling up into a fetal position at the fact that his dad is just rummaging through the room for money and it shows how mm. much violence he had to go through but he's also willing not to put up with other people's it's actually I think very all- interesting
0: I-
1: no, and I also think it's just like other people threatening him just seems so small yes, and pointless agreed. because my, um, once again, going back to, I lots of friends, right? But one of my friends who, <laughs> um, who has, uh, I say had, because, um, this is, this is actually a happy ending. They actually got themselves together and quit alcohol and really cleaned themselves up. But before that, when they were alcoholics, you know, they could get very physically violent with them. And she talked about literally, like pushing her furniture against the door of her room to keep them out and she and her sister just huddling in a corner underneath a blanket and so but it's just like with that sort of lifestyle at home when she goes to school and she says like when anyone like threatens her or say things or try to like size her up she just sort of looks at them and she's just like you guys have no idea what real violence is like. Like if you really think this is gonna scare me, like how do you think I survive at home? And so, um and so it's just like so I I'm glad you pointed that out because that is very very realistic because most I they usually have two very severe reactions. It's um according to my mom, is abused kids either they um are extremely timid with everything. So even if you like raise your voice a little and you don't and you're not even like actually yelling at them, they start cowering, and get scared. That's one one reaction. And then the other reaction is Maki's and my friends, where like you can pick fights with them and they'll be like, "Yeah, do it," because we've been through hell and we don't care. And so, um, and so it's just like, yeah. So that's another good point that um, is also very realistic to being. Um, a child abuse victim, so
0: and in a way, we kind of see what happens if you break that with um Ameno, oh, Amen. Ameno, yeah, the other mm-hmm. kid, Amen, Ameno, racket <laughs> number two, where uh, <laughs> a kid gets whacked in the head like, holy shoot, that caught I think everyone the, off guard. Oh, yeah. where um,
2: the tennis racket bends, it's
0: broke unfortunately it's not an actual tennis racket it's a soft tennis racket so it's and i pointed out but still the tennis
2: racket is made out of like i don't know like a light ish metal that's more malleable Uh but at the same time like Mm -hmm. that's gotta hurt and holy crap that's probably and it's to the point where he's bleeding and the racket the tennis racket is. we might need to like
1: give a little lead up as to how it got there if anyone wants to do that
0: that's true (laughs) the lead up that's, well, I mean, we're assuming everyone's already That's watched her. it who's listened to this right. point. So I hope everyone's watching it. I mean, for those who oh, are like going through sp- yeah. going through spoiler hell like listening to us, I commend yeah. you for doing that. But for the sake, for the refresh, I think, I think to refresh everyone's <laughs> mind, uh, he did get bullied by two bullies that seem to know who he is. Um, I almost want to say he might have been part of their bully group or something, but he definitely has been bullied before. Some bullies uh, talked smack against his mom and having only a mom. Um, and as we see with Katsuraki having only a mom as well, oh, but no, no. we see Amano just snaps, like he breaks. Ameno, he
2: only oh, he only has, has a dad. Is, no, Ameno was the baby that got burnt.
0: Ah! <laughs> <Okay>. Yes, sorry, <laughs> sorry Amano. Yeah, thank you. Amano is with her dad, dad yeah. because is yeah. His, yeah, motherless. Yeah, there, there we go. Sorry, I remember to subtitle, yeah. He gets yeah. more mad. Yeah, holy he shit, gets you're more right. more
2: mad over the fact that his... These people in his middle school are both in, like insulting his family background, but also like his sister, or in a sense like himself as well. Yes. So it's like a double. It's like a double attack. It's attack on his oh. pride, the fact that he is the younger brother of a very well played or like a very athletic person in his life. He's being compared to that, but he's also struggling with this family situation. Correct. So, I would also side with the rest of the boys that. He did great, but at the same time, like big oof. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, don't hit people. Don't. So. <laughs>
2: Noobles, Not the best.
1: more moral lesson of this: don't hit people.
0: <laughs> don't hit people. Yes. Um, All right. Thanks for watching this episode of Anchoring. <laughs> yeah, to wrap up, guys. Time to close house. My job here is done. Anchoring has peaked. You know, don't don't do violence. Yeah, don't. don't do story. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, but I mean. At the same time the story just kind of like downplayed the violence like oh he didn't get severely yeah. hurt so that part was like eh, oh, that kind of Yeah, I probably should
1: have gotten a concussion or yeah, something yeah
0: and i
2: think from that. yeah like <laughs> the the weirder part is how i think accepting the teacher was because the students siding with ameno was understandable because they're such a tight unit but the teacher just going like i guess that's how th- the way the things are oh by the way have some candy it's so at the same weird. time. He it's did so say that. Downplay, but at the same time, it could also, I guess, from a psychological point of view, it is a coping kind of mechanism from this teacher who kind of acknowledges like these students are just terrible players. But you know, have some candy, have a little bit of fun. It's just middle school.
0: At the same time, he did say, he did say that uh, them harassing him is no no. And I think the teacher does know his background too, um, especially with the scars and okay. birth scars. So. He kind of he kind of gets it why he would retaliate. I mean heck if you know if you're in his shoes you probably would as well but at the same time, that's why I find it a little bit jarring. Being like, eh, well, fortunately, you didn't get super hurt, so that's kind of the excuse You didn't get a concussion. He's just fortunately, bleeding. it's fine, so he wouldn't get. S- he's, just <laughs> he's just bleeding. It's fine. So I think this is that part was kind like of a little, a eh. Comment though
1: on how Japanese teachers don't really stop bullying at school. They don't. That as well too. Yes, they, they just sort they don't. of like kids thing. will be kids. Just let them find out. It's not that big of a deal. Or yeah. until it becomes too big of a deal, then they're like, "How dare you? Let me lecture all of you guys and stuff." um i it sucked because a silent voice took this out but um in the original manga the teacher oh yeah
0: oh you're right yeah what sorry
1: in a silent voice um, unfortunately the movie ad- adapt- adaptation took it out but in the manga the teacher did get flack because one of the characters actually confronted the teacher and was like stop acting like you're the good person you stop the bully king. Yes. like you <gasps> the original... let that happened yep. until it went overboard yep. like that's also just as much your fault in and the so, beginning and in I
2: the... wish oh yeah.
0: no wonder everyone's saying i to read it beginning
2: yeah. if you read the original one shot of A silent voice or even the very first chapter you start already seeing signs of the teacher being completely dismissive of the bullying that's happening in her classroom and even when it's taking in his her his that's right his classroom but even as he sees it like unfold in front of his eyes he just tells the deaf girl to kind of just like suck it up and it's very jarring to see how like the teacher who's supposed to be like an ally for their students just simply brush her off because he doesn't want to create a ruckus and he doesn't want to be a part of it,
1: right? And that's like well, time that's
0: to, time to go read. Yeah, it. yeah read no, the it's one like shot. A
1: Japanese. It's a it's a Japanese cultural thing. Like it's an actual problem. And so Riala, I thought you wanted to say something, but we kind of like talked. It Sorry over.
3: about that. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what it was at this point. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No worries, it's okay. Uh, good, good discussion all around about kind of like the current landscape of of bullying. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> what yeah. it was. But it was a stu- it was a stupid joke. I was gonna say third times the charm. March comes in like a lion talks. about <laughs>
2: <third time. laughs> yes, it does. It does. It does.
0: great. I guess.
2: Um, and all march, march comes in like a lion. Is I think a great social commentary with Japan in terms of like. Abuse, but also like how Japanese people react to things like depression and other like social anxieties, which should, I honestly feel like, should be expanded more in Japan than just dismissing them as they are.
1: Yeah, I I'm probably gonna get flack for saying this, but I don't even care. I think March Comes In Like a Lion does a better job of dealing with bullying than a silent voice did ultimately.
2: I think so too. I will have to watch it. I definitely detect- think so too, just because. Asylum voice does this thing, and it's a very common trope in anime where the bullied gets, uh, the bullier gets forgiven. And I don't think that's very realistic just because you can't always forgive the person who has done things for you, not entirely. So the as much as a silent voice has a fantastic execution, it sort of underplays a little bit of it, just a little bit that's that's just yeah, personally my critique
1: no you're right and also um like actual bullies like high school bullies like like bully ringleaders cuz the supporters aren't so much bullies as they are just like low self esteem so they follow someone but um the bully like ringleaders themselves unfortunately rarely change and rarely like see what they did wrong per se even like even in videos if you like see um if sometimes you'll see videos of them like confronting their bullies, they'll talk about. It. They'll be like, "Oh, I was that mean to you." Like it just doesn't even occur to them. So, um, which is unfortunate, but um, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, we got off topic.
3: <laughs> no worries. Um, I think when it comes to just like talking about the show in general, I think we hit a lot of the. The solid points, especially in the spoiler section.
0: Um. I I guess the verdict now is: Would you continue watching the anime after after watching the first three episodes, Scorpio? Yes or no?
3: Um,
1: I think for me, um, and I know like you guys are gonna eat me up for saying this, but probably not because um once again it's really hard for me to continue sports animes I'm not gonna lie um and I watch like 15 a season <laughs> I sort of like set my schedule ahead of time and uh, I think as much as I like the topics being discussed and such it's just the genre is much much harder for me to continue when I don't click with it and so because it's like anytime they do the sports stuff I don't I, I unfortunately don't pay as much
2: attention. <laughs> that's fair. And so... <laughs> that, that's totally um, fair. Which I feel like it's a fair. bit of a
1: problem since this is still... Like, yes, it's still going to be about to <laughs> So... Um, so I I don't I just I also think I'm just not the right audience. Like I'm just gonna be completely honest. I am not the right audience for this sort of thing. I respect it for its abilities to write and talk about very serious things that should be talked about and shown in media. I applaud it for it for doing that. But it's just the anime series itself isn't for me. That's
2: so. fair. <laughs> that is.
1: Fair
0: enough. I'm no, not gonna no, no. eat you alive for it, but if you're not in, if you're not into the sports element, yeah, it's definitely gonna be much more really to like. Enjoy it's like in. if
1: they take out the sports stuff and do everything else, like like with no soft tennis, I would probably watch. They it. They, they, they literally they literally
2: become the going home club that they mentioned yeah. in episode three. Club, yep. Like you might as well just become a going home club if you're not gonna practice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, but yes, so that's my thoughts on the matter. <laughs>
2: I would say yes um i don't i also similar to uh, scorpio i don't watch a lot of sport animes especially because i don't particularly get hyped about it but i do like the current execution that they're going on with stars align so i'm gonna keep watching that and see if there's anything else that develops beyond that probably keep up with it maybe around so it's five through ten and if it doesn't shape up by then i'm i would probably drop it <laughs>
0: How about you, Riella? Uh,
3: this is a hard question, honestly, because uh, I constantly have to do like a cost-benefit analysis on <laughs> every single show. That I watch. <laughs> so, so it's logical. like this show is this show pretty good, right? But like other shows that I'm watching, also pretty good, probably better. <laughs> that so, is a big mood. Um, <laughs> Yes. that is, um, that is a One dream. last thing for <laughs> um, March I, Comes
1: in Like a Lion. <laughs>
3: <That's okay. laughs> yeah, I mean, I probably rewatched March Comes in Like a Lion before I even do a first watch of <laughs> a bunch of other shows. Um, Fourth for insert of that show. Um, but I'd say yes for now. Um, I think I'm going to take Iniquity's, uh stance on this show where I go a couple more episodes and then see if it's heading in a direction where uh, I personally see fit and then i'll decide from then if i want to continue or drop the show
0: sounds fair enough i'm at i'm in a weird spot because i'm also watching another nosora ahiro nosora so there's that sh- other basketball anime oh, which i'll com- probably talk cool about some other place i know both nosoras um <laughs> s- someone got really confused the other day too when i talk when they shared with me that oh shoot uh stars align or uh, Hoshino, Hoshi, oh, excuse me, how do pronounced pronounce it? In Japanese Nosora, uh, there was accusations of uh, it copywriting, and people were freaking out, thinking, like, oh my god, you're talking about Ahiro Nosora. Ah, I'm like, that's two different animes. Uh Oops. Anyways, I personally am very interested in this just because def- I haven't seen March Comes in Like a Lion, and I feel like I may not... Enjoy it as much if I've already seen March comes in like a line, so I'm definitely gonna see how far it goes with the show. And Granite, there's definitely a lot of um, attention for from a lot of audiences, especially amongst anime training fans when we first shared the key visual that came out. So I'm definitely very curious to see how, how far it goes. I may drop it as well, just like with Real and Aniqueate, um, but it's definitely worth a shot and who knows it could maybe come out of left it could come out of left field by episode eight nine there could be something that just really shakes the core that everyone has to go watch it now so who knows
3: yes there could be some some hype of hype of the week going on with this show uh, and it's one of those shows especially with uh, these themes and other things present that it's definitely not your run of the mill sports anime it could go it could come from left field Uh, pardon the the baseball metaphor there even though we're talking yeah, about there soft tennis but uh, you know the show might just be unpredictable and it might kind of be a sleeper hit of the season we'll just have to wait and see we'll
0: have to wait and see especially at the end of the show that caught everyone off guard which is why we were like we gotta check this out and talk mm-hmm. about it Nonetheless, that concludes the very first Anime training Podcast. We will have a hopefully .5 episode featuring Fate Grand Order, uh, the anime series, with uh, some new cast as well. Gracie will be exiting that. Hopefully Jake will join us for that. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I am unfortunately
1: not in that universe, so I shall leave it to the (laughs) better experts for it.
0: No worries. We'll talk about that, especially most of us have played the game, or some of us have played it to some extent, so look forward to the .5 episode. The podcast is ideally aimed towards a bi-weekly schedule, so do stay tuned for that. Nonetheless, uh, I am Noobles, along with the cast. We are signing off, and hope to see you next time. Bye-bye! See you. Bye-bye.